When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learn. Season 3 of Stranger learn. Things has a lot of scenes with Jonathan Byers developing photos. And apparently young people were totally confused by it because they've <laughs> never used a camera that needs film and don't know what a dark room is. Oh, what? my gosh. So anytime I... that uh, she opens the door and he's developing film and he screams, she they did not get that. Why? <laughs> oh. What? Oh. That's Come so on. sad. I didn't think about that was a reality. That's <laughs> true, though. I loved being in the dark room. Mm-hmm. I want to make out in a dark room before I die. Oh, oh. oh my God. Well, I bet that's a, becoming a lost art, so we got to find you a dark room. Okay. Get your sweet honey in there and go do that. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, Mets outfielder Jeff McNeil got to play with a puppy on the field during warm-ups on Friday. I guess they had a dog rescue out there to promote, you know, adopting dogs. He then hit a three-run homer in the third inning, and he convinced his wife that the dog was lucky, so they adopted it. <gasps> oh! That is so cute. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's cute. All right. uh, Let's see. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had a strong opening weekend at the box office. It raked in $40.4 million. Uh, When I went to see it at 9.45 a.m., there were a lot of people in the theater. Wow. I'll tell you about that later. Um, But as expected, it was a distant second to The Lion King. That made another $75.5 million in its second week. Wow. Good. Critics be darned. Yeah. Right, yes. Um, now, we're expecting It Chapter 2 to be just as good, if not better, than the the first version, but it's it's going to be almost twice as long as a typical horror movie. Oh, no. Oh, guess no, how long it is. Four hours. Uh, almost two hours and 45 minutes. Oof. That's, that's too long for a horror movie. Oh, I'm yeah. scared about that. It's like that. an hour too long. It's just yeah. 17 yes. minutes shorter than Avengers Endgame. Now the, oh, my goodness. The director says no one who's seen it has complained. Well, to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. What, what are they going to say? Hey, I just saw yeah, your movie. It, it yeah, sucks. too long. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything church lady. Hello, hello once again, I'm the church lady and this is Church Chat. 
That's right. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for being alive and well and happy. Yes. And and able to turn that radio on or whatever listening device you choose. Mm, Thank you. Tell your friends. Thank you. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell your loved ones. Um, uh, This sometimes happens when, because you guys know us so well. (laughs) Yes. You know where I'm getting to. Uh-huh. Uh, you guys know us so well that, you know, for instance, if there's something about dreams, you guys email Dawn. Or if there's something about uh, a paranormal, Dawn gets an yeah. email. Mm-hmm. Have you or, been here? Yeah, exactly. A lot of exactly. people send me those. <laughs> if someone sees a creepy-ass doll, oh, um, yeah. something that looks like it's born right from Satan's uh, behold. Um, <laughs> they send it to... <laughs> Dropped from what? Satan's. If it looks like it was dropped from Satan's bowl, uh, <laughs> they send it to Lex. Um, it's true. We're crafting stuff. Yeah. If it's Dallas or Disney related, oh, yeah. um, I get the email. And and uh, the latter was true this weekend because I am sure mm-hmm. that uh, even if you're not me, you uh, heard about this old Facebook. I don't know how this happened because this Facebook post it's is old. old. But this Facebook post uh, about uh, from this from this mother who was at Disneyland with her, I believe, son has made a new uh, trip around the Internet and it's caused a fierce debate online. And I'm talking about this post um, from, I believe, like two years ago. And I, I will read you as much of this post as I can. And then we will. Talk about it. So the mother's name, who, by the way, they blurred her name. She writes, it pisses me off to no end when I see. And by, by the way, can I say this? This post is littered with errors of grammar, errors of language, errors of class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, yeah, I was she's, wondering how much of this calls. you can't read that much of it. Yeah. Um, it pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples uh, without at Disney World, which, again, I don't know what that means. But anyway, DW is a family. She puts in all caps. Family, Dawn, amusement park. Yet these immature millennials oh. throw away their money on useless crap. What? They have They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. Oh, well. They will never experience... I'm not changing any of these no, words, by the thank way. You, thank you. Uh, they will never experience the exhaustion that is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. This... Oh, this, this blank... I can't say the word. It's perhaps Ooh. the worst word you could ever call a woman. This blank in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel. Hey, that could have been me. Uh, was buying a was buying a Mickey pretzel, and Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later, and it broke his poor little heart, and he cried. Oh, no. I wanted to take that effing pretzel from that tramp. Like thanks, Biatch, you made my son cry. What? DW is for children. She puts in all caps. Children. People without children need to be banned. Banned in all caps. Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the lines. You have no effing idea what it's like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't just tell him we can't do something because it's vacation too. Oh, ma'am, I'm going to stop right there and say, 
uh, it's amazing. My mom would say no to me on vacation all the time. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I effing hate childless women with a burning passion. Oof. There we go. Ouch. There's so much to unwrap there. I, I, our show isn't even long enough. Um, I, I'm making a lot of assumptions there. A lot of assumptions. Maybe, maybe she wanted to have a vacation away from her kids. <laughs> yeah, she sounds she, like it. Which she used her free time to go. You don't know how many kids she has. You don't know in either way if she doesn't. Oh, that is just some harsh... Well, can I just be blunt? And I usually stop myself because I don't want the emails. And I always say, I learned from B. Arthur, if you don't have kids, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't talk about parenting. But I'm just going to say this. This kid sounds like a brat. And he sounds like a product of your mothering. Because if, if you are placating to this kid to the point where you're afraid to tell him no... Over a Mickey pretzel? That's your problem, ma'am. That's not that millennial's problem who came to Disney World with her own money, used Mm -hmm. her own money to buy that pretzel. She's just standing in line like everybody else. I don't care whether she has a child or not. She bought an admission ticket. And just because she's in front of you, she's not causing your son's uh, displeasure. Yeah, no. She's the least of that kid's problems at that moment. Oof. I, that's just me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, go ahead, email me. I dare you. Well, I wonder how she that reacted like... to her kid if she used it as a teaching moment or if she was like through a fit and like it's just just go, uh oh, well, there's too many people in this line. Let's go to a different one. Aren't we having fun? Well, yeah. yeah, and wouldn't she, wasn't she also talking about lines f- for rides, too? Yes. Does she have a really tall three-year-old? I mean, we're riding different rides, aren't we? It's not yes. like there's millennials standing in line to go on the little caliper, or uh, what is that? Um, little, mm-hmm. you know, the little... teacup. Yeah. Or, Teacups or something. What, you know what well, I'm saying? Like, that just... Yeah, Even if the kid is, was 10, it's too bad. It's you know, misplaced. that's life. No, that exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, she, too much sun, needs some time away she needs a nappy there's something this is all about her it's unfortunate that you know she went on a public arena and and spouted all of this when maybe it could should have just been um you know a diary entry (laughs) (laughs) dear diary i hate childless women so much right and then then you go back and revisit i just uh, i i i I don't, and it's not just millennials. You know what's funny is, and, no. and what's what's funny is, obviously, I I have the most experience at the WDW. Um, I'm there a lot, and I see who's there, and I actually didn't think about millennials. Uh, I, the 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 people that I thought of was, I see a lot of older folks. It's it's become like a thing now. I see beautiful, sweet, sweet older couples with their shirts, you know, with their sweatshirts signifying how many times they've been there or they get like the 2019. It is joyful for them. And who cares how old somebody is? The damn park was designed by Walt Disney, not for the young, Mm -hmm. but for the young at heart. And I know that sounds that sounds woo woo. But kiss my butt. It's the truth. It's for everyone. I mean, it's, it's for everybody. There are rides for everybody. I have never at once felt an ounce of guilt for going. Because that's why this woman doesn't pay my bills or that millennial's bills. Who are you to tell her 
how to spend her joy money. You know what I mean? I, or that I, these I, millennial sluts, they just come to Disney World to make children cry. Yes! <laughs> like, that's their sole reason mm, for going. Yeah. And it's so yeah. insensitive to say, like, I hate women without kids so much. It's like, maybe she wants to have kids and she can't. <laughs> right. Hello. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of assumptions uh, are being made. Ugh. Well, then in New York, well, let's take a break. Uh, let's, uh, let's yeah, is take it a break. weird? Is what they yeah. So here we go. So the part two was, so this New York Post columnist jumped on the article and agreed with the mom saying, especially for millennials, it is weird to go to Walt Disney World without kids. And I'll tell you why he thinks it's weird when we return. Welcome back, everybody. More on our conversation about uh, one of the most trending topics over the weekend, an old Facebook post. From a mother freaking out at Disney World over all the childless people there. Mm. Specifically, as Alexis so beautifully put it, quote, you slutty millennials. (laughs) (laughs) Making my kids cry. That's why you come. So, so this this New York Post columnist, uh, Johnny, uh, jumped on it. Oh, yeah. He did. And, yeah, he did. And... He wrote uh, the headline, sorry, childless millennials, going to Disney World is weird. And I'll just read you parts of it. Um, He writes, this woman is right on this point. Millennials are indeed in an unhealthy relationship with Disney, having granted control of so much of their leisure time and personality to a single to a single enormous corporate entity meant for children. Want to see a movie? Let's go to the remake of The Lion King. Want to go on vacation? Sure. Let's jet off to the new Toy Story land at Disney World based on my favorite film from 1995. While we're at it, why not return to the safety and comfort of the womb? The usual complaint about those born... (laughs) Why is that so wrong? It's nostalgia and comfort. Thank you. Um, The usual complaint about millennials, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, is that the behavior amounts to a lifelong immaturity that bleeds into basic decision making getting jobs paying bills staying alive he's like um inside star wars land first uh inside star wars land oh he goes inside star wars land you're gonna get a a look at another oft ignored problem with letting a kid's brand control your adult life and that is the stupidity and cultural ignorance that it leads to you're Skipping great films such as Booksmart and The Farewell to relive, relive second grade. And your annual or more, God help us, trip to Disney World costs as much or more in some cases than a trip to Europe. Okay, so basically, I gotta tell you, oh, this is man. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the thing that really wow. pisses me off about film critics like him. I call them shishi poo poo cr- critics. And it's when they look down on folks that like mainstream stuff. I will never understand that. Uh, And I I wrote on Twitter, 
You know, oddly, I have the capacity and the ability to go to Disney World six blanking times a year and also enjoy a small independent movie. Right. Why does it have to be one or the other? You can what? be multidimensional and like multiple things. <gasps> what a concept. And I looked at this dude's Instagram and I got to tell you, for a lot of people, a passport is a luxury. I'm looking at this guy's stuff. You know, it's great that he gets to travel. And speaking of corporate entities, um, dude, you work. For, uh, let me tell you all about yourself you work for the same giant corporate entity that i work for uh, and that's news corp well now it's just fox so don't 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 you know big bad wolf me and the people that read your column about uh corporations you work for the biggest one and judging by your instagram account you are very lucky that you get to go on a lot of junkets and a lot of trips to australia i saw your Mm -hmm. pictures in australia and i saw your pictures in france i saw your pictures uh in other parts parts of Europe. That's great that you get to do that. But why does it matter to you if a 27-year-old in Idaho wants to spend her disposable income that she earned working at Claire's going to Disney World? Why do you give a rat's ass about that? I don't get it. Because he has a column to write. I was just going to say he has a he like, has what an can opinion. I say yes. It's going to make people upset. I and, know. And that's great. He has the right. I had one woman, because I rebutted, I I had a rebuttal, and she was, we've just gotten to a point where nobody can have an opinion that's different from yours. And I go, ma'am, what what do you think I'm doing? He has an opinion that he uh, wrote about on his platform, and I'm telling you my opinion on my platform. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to feel this way. I'm telling you why, personally, I disagree with him. I'm thankful for dudes like that. I built... With my husband, a business because of judgmental dingbats like that. He's not a dingbat. He's he's actually a good writer. I I actually like some of his columns, so I'll take that back. But I, why do you think we started that podcast? It started out of judgment because we were two dudes going to Disney World without kids, and I was like, why do people care? And, mm-hmm. and I was, and we built a podcast. By the way, the new episode's up if you want to go to Two Fairy oh, yeah, Godfathers yeah. anyway. Thank Mondays you. Mondays are for fairies. Thank you. I thought I would slip that in just yeah. to piss off the haters. But anyway, you know, Lex, I just, why do people care what other people spend their money on? Ding, ding, ding. Because you're bell. getting in the way of um, little Patricia, you know, <laughs> getting her pretzel. They don't want to be inconvenienced. They're raising monsters. <laughs> Gosh, can they get us to monster, wait? you slut. <laughs> said about millennial a lot of the, like 98 percent of that is wrong they're really hard workers yes they're trying to save money they have huge student loan debt they're very choosy about what they do with their money they give to charity like we joke around here like oh millennials killed the top sheet i no. just don't like i'm not a millennial but i don't like all the the negative rhetoric that goes around about them you know it's yeah. like that's not that's not true they're more conscientious conchi- and shishishi than our generation. If you look at any study about millennials, they don't pick jobs necessarily about salary anymore. By a whopping majority, they pick jobs based on whether the company they're going to work for has a social uh, has a, um, um, a social imprint or wants to make a yeah. social imprint. There's a lot of great things. I, it's a lot of great things. And again, if they have money and they want to spend it on a Mickey pretzel, who cares? Oh man, you do you. Mm-hmm. Look your at my money, credit card. You do whatever you want. Yes. 
I wish these people could see my credit card bill. It would scare the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're buying Disney stuff. I'm buying crafting stuff. Donna's right. gaming. Yeah. We do. No. Do you? Uh-huh. Now again, though, Lex, we can we now we are going to continue to judge you with your Satan dolls. But anyway, that's fine. That's nice. We'll be right back, everybody. And now a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson. Do you see anything in porn that attracts you? This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson. <laughs> Yeah, it really does. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, I'm I Talk 1071, everything uh, entertainment, everything Victoria Principal. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain, America's favorite new country music superstar. That's right. Her debut CD, her debut single dropping very soon. Yeah. Saddle, Saddle Tramp will be available in stores this fall. So it'll be fantastic. Very excited to hear it, Don. Me too. Yeah. Is it, uh, is it a mid-tempo, up-tempo? Is it a ballad? What it's is up-tempo. What is settled? It's, it's up-tempo? real up-tempo. Yeah, it's something you can uh, two-step to, except you're doing four <laughs> steps. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, really quick. There's a dance really to it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. There's a trot there to it. You There's know? a trot. Yeah. A trot. A sexy trot. <laughs> I like that. Some would say slutty. Yeah. <laughs> Short shorts. <laughs> New millennials. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got a we got a very sweet uh, tweet just a few minutes ago uh, from Sarah. You got mail. Uh huh. Sarah writes the three of us. Thank you for defending millennials today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dawn is right. Look, Sarah, you're you're absolutely right. You know, we we sometimes have fun. Uh, you know, joking about oh, they killed Applebee's. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just, some things though that we actually are happy millennials no, have killed. Thank you. And, and I'm Lex, kind of on the cusp of... I, I was just yeah. going to see. yeah. It depends on who you ask. I, I was born November of 1980, and so I, and so, for some people, I'm a millennial sometimes, you know, kind of in yeah. that middle gray area there, but they say, yeah, 1981, so just a couple months away, but mm-hmm. I grew up, my all my siblings are millennials. They are. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dawn, you and I are very Gen Xers. Absolutely. And your daughter's of a Star Wars land. Yeah. yeah. It's the Gen We're the ones going to Star Wars land. Thank you. Yeah. Right? I mean, because right. we can afford oh. it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> no, that's a good I, point. Yeah. How much is it to make a lightsaber, Jace? A lot of money. Wait, that'd be two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> either way, we love Star Wars more than. <laughs> How much is it to make a droid, Jace? Yeah, hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I think it sounded like nine hundred, but I know, I know that's I over. Don't know that's one hundred dollars. Did Jason buy both of those things? Hell yes, he did. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, Disney loves that because Disney is for everyone. Girl, let me tell you, there was, uh, there was, if I was really drunk, uh, I, well, I had to have been really drunk. In in the droid factory at uh, Galaxy's Edge, there's a shop right off the right off the factory, and I went in. There's a picture of me with this. It's a close up, so you can't really tell the scale. Girl, there is a life size working R two D two. Um, like it is, it it's made of metal. I mean, it's like a real droid, other than the fact that it's not really a droid. But it is a life size. It is twenty five thousand dollars. Whoa! And I, 
and I'm looking at that like, well, I could put together a couple credit cards and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Likey. <laughs> Daddy Likey. I'm gonna roll my ass out of Disneyland with a droid, a twenty five thousand dollar droid. Yeah, there's a picture of me with it on uh, Two Fairy Godfather's Instagram. A real cl- I, I I was hugging it because R two's my favorite character. He's my all time favorite character. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so from movies to TV, yes, Lex, you have loved Orange Is the New Black on Netflix. You've oh, been obsessed, obsessed. Yeah. Um, I'm sensing a disturbance in the force. Yeah, this season not so much. I'm having a real difficult time going back after the <sighs> first season, at uh, the first episode. Uh, usually, what happens? They drop the uh, a whole season of Orange Is the New Black, and I watch it in two days, mm-hmm. easy, no problem, binge right through. This time, I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh. I kind of feel like I felt with Game of Thrones. There are some things that are rushed, some things that are taking too long. Mm. I, you just feel it's sloppy. Oh, already oh, in this sloppy. first episode. Oh no! Uh, there's a a person who was a pivotal character in last season. Something happens to her, and it was just like, oh, that's it. And, and this like, should be a bigger deal. I think so. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And just I. Huh. This makes you wonder kind of which direction they're going in. Um, One of the The direction uh, to get canceled. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that they're just like, well, we're done. So let's, you know, finalize this thing. But you'd hope that they would do one nice hurrah because there was plenty of time. And now, look, I've only usually I give things three episodes before I say anything. But again, it's it's harder for me right now to go back to even the second episode. Now I will. And maybe it will get better. But I have to say that very first episode lackluster are you really going to go back though lex or are you going to go back like you did project runway <laughs> right that's a good remember that, remember, <laughs> yeah. remember that dawn remember that <laughs> hashtag never forget hashtag never forget i tried i tried on that one too this one i probably will because i've been in it for so long you know i want to know how they are going to end this so yes i will i will get through and come back this mm. I can say that. Okay. I mean, because it's been seven seasons now, okay. or se- you know, yeah. this is its seventh season to end it all, and we know this is it. So well, we got to see how it ends. Okay. Show aside, mm-hmm. Lex, you brought something up at our meeting. Yeah. What's the drama with <gasps> the star Taryn Manning? Okay. What's up with that? Taryn, she plays uh, Tiffany Doggett or okay. um, Pensatucky, if you hear about her. Ooh, she uh, is evil. Oh, she is. She is a great character. Yeah, I love her. Now, she has now deleted her Instagram post where she says some pretty unpleasant things about the cast, the show. Here's one of the things that she said. She says, this show hurt me more than anything has in my life. And if this is what I have to do to push what I stand for, I will. Not one cast member cares about me. Oh, Just watch. No one cares to help. So I'm dedicating to learn how to make a difference. What? And she Oh my god. Oh guys, and this was oh, no. just that's just the beginning. She goes on about she says, F fame, this show hurts humans. You will never truly know, but many were hurt. And that she also says that management, they need to start having a backbone. Because her management team dropped her as a client. Oh, no. What is really going on? Right. Well, now she has deleted that. 
and has said nothing about it. I'm sure everyone's like, wait a second. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's going on with you? Now, she's also, you know, in the past have, has had some problems um, mm-hmm. with drugs and alcohol. So I'm not sure if this has anything to do with this or if she's really just letting it out. But mm. wow, what a way to just poo-poo all over your project. Oh, my goodness. Oof. Crazy, right? That, and and, and we've bad. said this before. And, and social media is not the right venue to no, air. No, this should have been a diary entry also. Uh, Lex, that should <laughs> I love that. That should be our new segment. This should have been a diary entry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, but you know awful. what I mean? There's, there, there's a better venue to air these uh, likely, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe grievances. And maybe Who there knows? is something there. Right. Maybe the truth is right there in the middle. Maybe, uh, but not, uh, you're not going to help your, you're not going to help your cause. And if you want to repair these relationships, you're certainly not going to repair these relationships mm-hmm. airing this type of crap out for all to see. Um, I hate Twitter sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. oh man, that's <laughs> yeah. just that's, that's yeah. That's I feel sad. bad. It's it, it is sad just because if there's something so extreme where it's something criminal, then bring that up in a way that's you know because that's the extreme that she's. It sounds like she's taking something, but if it's just personal, I feel yeah. bad for her that she let it out like that in and that just way. say f fame. It's like well, a lot of people are struggling as you know. I was a theater major, and a lot of my friends are out there still trying to get famous after 20 years of right. being in college or more. You know, they're working at Starbucks in L.A. just waiting for their big break. So I have a tendency to go, ooh, okay, well, then step aside. We'll let somebody else take your spot. Yeah, who just want one ounce of, of that. They just want to work, support yes. their family. Ooh, she might, oh, I feel bad. Well, can you imagine being part of the cast, and then you see that, and you're like, wait a a second. I mean, unless that is true, and they were like, yeah, screw you, I don't care about you, but I can't (laughs) imagine that they'd be that (laughs) Screw you guys, I'm (laughs) going Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, hey, it's. It could happen. I mean, just because you're on a a weekly, I mean, just because you're on a show together doesn't mean that everything's going to be hunky-dory. There's uh, volumes. There's a library filled of books about uh, the casts of shows that hated each other Mm -hmm. or or didn't really get along and had to fake it. Hmm. Um, Linda Evans and Joan Collins on Dynasty. Hmm. Yeah. John Forsyth and Joan Collins on Dynasty. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you have a job to do, but you would never. Yes. You know, maybe air it. No. You don't air that because it's just. What does it do? What does it yeah, really what, do? What does it accomplish? Now, Lori Petty, who was also on Orange is the New Black, she responded before it was deleted. Hey, I love you. And Taryn responded, I, lo- I know you do. I love you. And oh. she goes on to say that I'm giving up everything to speak on how awful this career is and how awful we are treated. Oh. She said she never knew when she was coming back. She had seven optional seasons. She didn't know how to plan her life, organize anything, oh. cause ev- causing everything to... Um, Everything was a secret. She says it's self-serving, sick oh. agenda. Oh. So it sounds like this might also just be, um, you know, maybe a snapshot into, you know, how they worked within the season. And, you know, because there's so many different characters on Origins of the New Black. Who's coming? Who's going? What's happening? But that's part of showbiz, isn't it? Is. It yes. is. And also, you, you never know, know, production schedules, you don't know. There's so many people involved in making a show. Mm-hmm. There's yes. hundreds of people. So... There are a lot of reasons why things aren't always 
you know, upfront for you, you know, right? Just, it's a very self-centered view. You I know, mean, it's yeah. show bit. It, that's show bitterness. That's the way. It's it's cold blooded. Yeah. It's it's it harsh. Is. I mean, we literally B. Arthur could flip the switch this afternoon, and and we could be turned into uh, hot hits from the eighties. You know what I mean? One oh seven, and we would be. You know what I mean? To yes, the, yes, that's why I've never bought a home. I've never felt like secure enough. Even if your ratings are really good, you don't know if a company is going to buy you. I've never bought a home in my life. Because of this job, because I don't know if I'm going to lose it tomorrow, and then I yes. have to go try to work somewhere else somewhere in a else. different city. You got to pick up and leave. This is just a harsh business. It's you know just like kind of like show business, like that. It's just right. yeah, show business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Six. the best part too, real quick. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Karen gets on her Instagram and says, "My account was so epically hacked. I'm back in, and I'm sorry." <gasps> Oh, that's so what? such personal stuff, though. I doubt if it was hacked. Uh, thank you. I doubt thank it. Thank you. Oh, no. that's a, now, see, she's making it worse. She's making it worse. This is making it worse. It's like Paula Dean. It's Paula Dean all over again. Right. Okay. No, Paula Dean in the Office Depot cubicle <laughs> with her apology video. She's making it worse. Uh, exactly. Sugars. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, uh. I was accused of saying some bad things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the N word, nutrition. Yes, uh, 644. <laughs> 6.44. That's Kirsten, I just watched. It's funny that we said Paula Dean because I just watched Kirsten Wig as Paula Dean on SNL. Oh, and Ooh, she's I've never sitting seen there. that. Oh, that's what I just quoted. I oh. just quoted her going, I was accused of saying the N-word. Nutrition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's, oh, God. It was so, and she's eating a stick of butter as she's talking to Seth Meyers. Ew. And, oh, it is hysterical. Oh, oh it's oh. really good. 6.44. Hey, dog. While you're looking that up, when we come back, can we hear your movie review for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Absolutely. We'll be right back with that. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything light bulbs. I'm Jace Mm. with Lex and Don McLean. Okay, let's get right to it. I'm very excited because, yes. uh, uh, yeah, 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 right, Lex? Yeah, 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 yeah. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Okay, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and guess what time I saw it? Early. What? 9.45 a.m. <laughs> Seriously? I did. Were you the only one in the theater? No. There were quite a few. I saw it at the Marcus Oakdale Cinema, which is a great theater. It has those little... It really is. It has a full restaurant. It has a a bar. It has great seats. and And there you can reserve them. Uh, And they're also like couple seats. So you can pull up the arm and it's like a little couch, you know? I went by myself. Love on the seats. (laughs) Please don't. But so, and also nine forty-five a.m. I knew these people are serious about seeing this movie, right? Oh yeah. So they were nice and polite. Nobody caused a ruckus. (gasps) 
good. It was great. Yes. So That's started a good point. Out, really, yeah. I mean, and they're reserved in advance. I could see online on Fandango. I'm like, look at all these people in advance picking out their seats. Good uh, for you. Okay. Uh. Um, so it is two hours and about 45 minutes. Which already, I'm ready to hate it, right? Because that is way too long. I don't care what it is. You better impress me. It better be Titanic. Well, he did. I loved it. (gasps) You guys, I loved this movie so much. Oh, Oh, yay! So it didn't feel that long? No. What it lacks in like efficiency, it makes up for in substance, because you get to know the characters. You feel for them. I cried a couple times. Mm. Like Leonardo DiCaprio... Listen, I'm not out there saying that he's doing anything that's like totally new where he just dissolves into the character, but it's pretty great. And Brad Pitt is fantastic, too. They're both so charming. You can't stop watching them. And every time they're on the screen, you're just like, oh, I don't want this to end. I mean, honestly, the story was great. And I think it was worth the time that he spent to build up all that emotion with the characters To the point where you just love them so much and you're really rooting for them. Um, What he does so well is that he takes hated characters. Like, we all hate the Manson family. Yeah, We hate that that happened. It's a terrible tragedy that happened in America. Or like, you hate Hitler. He is so good at taking people that we hate and rewriting history the way we wanted to maybe see it. Or inflicting violence on them. (laughs) That's gratuitous. But you just... I, oh, I taking care it. of business, not humanizing them. Yeah. But actually, oh, I mean, destroying he, them. He he is great about doing that. He also loves Westerns. And he, the 1960s, like, I can't, it, it was so perfect, the way he captured oh, wow. Hollywood in 1969. Oh. It, it was just amazing. He also captured old Westerns. He loves old Westerns. And he remakes those. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Everything is Kind of perfect. Wow. I gotta say, you're gonna fall in love with the little girl, Julia Butters, who plays oh, the yeah. eight year old. Oh my gosh, she's adorable. Margot Robbie. Uh, if her fa- if Sharon Tate's family has any problem with this, I would be surprised. I know at first the sister was like, don't re, you know, don't do this to my sister, but she really has such a sweet take on Sharon Tate. You'll just love her so much. You know, it's yeah. the whole movie is just, pretty darn good it's wow. a big deal. from you john that's a big deal it is a big that deal you know deal, i hate yeah. every writer and no it just yeah. yeah it has to really impress me if you're going to take that much time oh, I, yeah. I was taught like if you think you're so great that you can do even one minute over a hundred pages well you better show me why you know mm-hmm. dawn's reviewing once a time uh once upon a time in hollywood quentin tarantino's movie leonardo brad uh, and again, the through line again, Dawn, because it's Sharon Tate and yeah. So basically, it's two. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. He is an aging Western star. He's on a hit show that's that's has been canceled. Brad Pitt is his stunt double, and it's really a mirror of the um, the real life story of Burt Reynolds and his stunt double. They were really good friends. So it goes beyond just being a double on stage. They're actually friends, and they hang out, and he does stuff for him. So basically, it's it's him trying to find his place still in Hollywood, but at the same time, masterfully working in the Manson family murders and how it all intertwine. Well, I mean, it's, of course, fictional characters, but something that really happened in history and getting a glimpse of it through the eyes of these two characters. 
It's oh. it's the only thing I can say without ruining anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is really worth it. I I loved it. You know, it. I would definitely go see it at a time where you're in a you know in a place where you say I'm going to commit to watching this. Some people have said that the plot is little. It's meandering and it doesn't really have. I don't know. I, you really just it's almost like a character piece within an action movie. So, I loved it. Wow. So there's really good action. There are Shots absolutely and, yeah, yeah. A lot going on. And, and there's everything from like kung fu movies in there and Bruce Lee kind of making fun of him and <laughs> it's, oh, wow. it's great. It's has a lot of substance to it. Once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. two dawn thumbs up right there. Both of Dawn's thumbs up. Yeah. Right there. That's awesome. 655. This July, just a couple more days, tank a day giveaway. We're giving $100 to fill your car, boat, or RV, or lawnmower. <laughs> Register on our app right now. We'll be back right after these words. A beautiful day.